healthcare. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Nearly a two-word review just said, shit sandwich. I will roll the record up to the next one. Welcome back to the Basement Film Music Club. You are now tuning in to yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Blessing Podcast. I am your host, Kevin, as usual. Uh, Going to keep the entire affair real brief today. Um, got a lot of music coming our way, so we wanted to we wanted to talk about it. And we're going to be talking about some great albums coming up in the next few weeks. This album, though, was a surprise to everybody. The legendary, uh, to some, uh, stoner metal band Sleep uh, sort of just dropped dropped an album on 420. Uh, I think they announced it like the day before, uh, called The Sciences, and it is sticking with their preoccupation with weed. Because this is one band that is all about the marijuana. So, you know, releasing it on 420 seemed like a good thing to do. Uh, Paul hasn't been by here in a while. You know, we talk about metal a good bit. So I uh, wanted to have him over and uh, sort of just run through it a little quick. Share our feelings. It is a, um, this is a little bit of a spoiler. Uh, I, I'm not a, not a huge fan of the album. Sometimes that happens. We don't do a lot of negative uh, reviews or we don't actually publish them. But uh, I think this is a fun conversation um, talking about less about the album itself, uh, which, you know, it's fine. It's, and if this is your jam, then, you know, whatever. Uh, you, you don't need to listen to us. But um, but uh, more about, like, how we react to this type of stuff uh, these days as we get up into the, uh, in, into the olds and all that. So, uh, so we're going to be doing that. And then I'm uh, going to have a track from a little guy named uh, Joaquin Cooter at the back. I'm going to tell you a little, little bit more about that after we talk about sleep. So if you're ready, let's head on down to the basement. Uh, meet my friend Paul sitting on the couch talking about some stoner metal. And uh, sleep's return to the music world with the sciences. Too long now. Not too long. Not too long. You'll get there uh, in a faraway land, <laughs> uh, all alone, just you and your dog, your lady, and your kid. That's not really all alone. It's kind of all alone. <laughs> it's kind of all alone. Uh, anyways, um, want to talk about some metal? Yeah, let's talk about metal. This is a uh, we haven't done one of these metal ones in quite a while. Yeah, I, I think as you and I kicked off. We we brought metal into the Chunky Glasses podcast space, right? Uh, and then we realized, shit, we really love metal. <laughs> and uh, and despite you having um, sent a lot of metal my way, that I'm just like, no, you're going too far, man. This is this is, <laughs> this is too much. Uh, but we we haven't really talked about it. But this uh, I think is worth talking about. Uh, it was 4:20 on Friday. <laughs> Uh, you know what that holiday is all about? I say holiday. It's not a fucking holiday. Come, it's what? Not a holiday. Look, I am. Uh, I mean, look, I've, I've I've consumed or used a bunch of weeds 
you know, whatever you want to call it. Whether they call it the reefer now, kids. I I, I don't understand the kids. Yeah, so I, don't the, I don't understand the kids. Back back in the day, but um, but uh, it's not a holiday. Is what I'm. Saying. Well, I mean, I guess a holiday is just whatever day makes you happy, man. Yeah, and, yeah. That's, and whatever this makes, makes people happy. very very happy. So yep, every you know, day is Catter Day. Is my yeah. motto. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at any rate, uh, this band uh, Sleep. Uh, who they're, uh, I should tell you what kind of band they are. They're metal. They are actually sort of the progenitors of stoner uh, metal, uh, which after hearing this album and digging into their catalog a little bit, I was leery to admit that that's actually a genre, but it is. And there's a very distinct difference between like something like this and Mastodon. And we're going to get into that. And it's a very hilarious difference. <laughs> too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Power Trio, San Jose, California, they've had some uh, lineup changes. Uh, one guy in the '90s uh, left to become a monk, so there, there's nothing more metal than that. No, that's pretty. That's metal, metal. <laughs> pretty fucking metal. Uh, another guy, uh, fuck, what do you, we want to do something equally, just like, just hang out and be a family man, not metal. So what you have left is uh, Al Cisneros bass, bass and vocals, uh, Matt Pike on guitars. He's now he's the frontman for a band called High on Fire, which a bunch of people like really really like. Okay, uh, Jason Roder on drums. Uh, first album proper in 20 years, uh, 1999's Dope Smoker, actually didn't really get a, uh, a proper release. Uh, they, uh, what they name it? Jerusalem in 1999, and they didn't authorize the release. So, so there's some label drama and stuff, which mm-hmm. which is metal. Like you have... But they got the real release later. Yes, they got the real release later. So uh, jump forward to now, they've put out a few things, songs on like Adult Swim, which is yeah, metal. Yeah, we we've got the stoner screensaver right now. for for an album. Uh, just so that uh, since I know visuals are not great for uh, podcasting, like that's high quality radio right there. Yes, it is. Uh, we do have the slowly moving uh, iceberg screensaver and the fourth al- the fourth song on this album and kind of its centerpiece is Antarctican's Thawed, which so. we're gonna get to that. But first, uh, the science is just randomly announced. It was a surprise to everybody. Uh, more surprising to me, it's on Third Man Records. So Jack White is like, hey, you guys want to like smoke some weed and make some metal? They said yes, indeed. And a uh, little bit of a track we want to play off this. It's the theme for this. I think it was the first single. Uh, Marijuana's theme. The not Standard by Bryce is gravity dies Galactic sea, 
Not steam. Um, yes, indeed, that did start with a bong hit. So I, I, <laughs> I mean, assume that that's what that was. That's yes. uh, yeah. That, that, that's what a, that's what a bong sounds like, Paul. Yeah. I know that you've it never not had any somebody that, blowing but... into a straw. Nope. 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 Okay. nope. It's a bong hit. It's a bong hit. And look, it's a marijuana. He's exploring out. I mean, outer space. While high, or is it a gateway? Well, not... I, is he a, is he exploring outer space or? Is he exploring marijuana? Oh. Because the astronaut is exploring space. Yeah. The cover of this is that I just realized is like his air hose hooking up to a bong. (laughs) I I believe his air hose is hooking up directly to a nug. (laughs) (laughs) Nug. Oh, my God. Um uh, First, I want to make some distinction here about the difference between different types of metal. You have like speed metal, thrash metal, uh, just good old metal, um, which like Black Sabbath, which they are obviously huge fans of, uh, doom metal, black metal, and then stoner metal or stoner rock. A uh, 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 defining characteristic, I think, across all this, when you put stoner in front of it, is uh, it's droney. It is, it's loud. It's real loud, which doesn't make sense to me, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, but it, and it also isn't. Uh, for lack of a better term, complex. So I'm not a big sleep fan. I wasn't, you know, I, a friend Brian Gruner was like, you got to hear Dope Smoker, man. And I did. And I was like, eh, you know, it's okay. Because what I like in my metal is is uh, clear signs that people are like proficient mm-hmm. and are excel at their instruments. You have like not necessarily Yngwie Malmsteen, but somebody who can truly shred. All across this album, uh, I think, uh, is is evidence that whether it's because of the weed or I, I, I don't know, and maybe you have an answer to this, that there isn't a lot of shredding. It is very uh, lethargic. It is very, um, you know, it gives me the munchies, I'll tell you that. But, but it is, uh, it, it just sort of drags. Well, I think you, you answered the question by talking about what the, you know, what the genre is called mm-hmm. right there. Like, I think that uh, both probably for the condition they were in when they were recording the album and also what they expect most folks to be doing while they're listening to the album. Yeah. A lot of jagged edges and hard riffs are not exactly what you're looking for. Like you mentioned the droniness and it's there. And I, I think these guys really can play. Like they're, they're, li- they're, li- they're live shows. That, yeah. yeah, their live shows are... Uh, very well regarded. There's a solo in the middle of uh, Antarctica's Thawed that's mm. pretty baller. Like these guys can play, but it's kind of like when you get a jam band together and you got <laughs> a lot of musicians who, in a, in a lot of cases, can play their instruments very well. But what they're doing is melding it into kind of this uh, repetitive tone to build a mood. 
And yeah. this album is mostly about setting that mood, and I think that that's pretty characteristic of the genre. It is, but it, I don't often. Um, maybe, maybe it's that this is for the kids or people who are, are uh, way more chill than I. But like, I don't often listen to an album, and it makes me feel old. Mm-hmm. And this listening to it, it makes me feel old because I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the hype. I don't get. Uh, why this is important in 2018, aside from nostalgia, and and, that, and look, that plays a certain part. But if we're if we're sitting down and like analyzing the music, which is what we actually do here, uh, I I don't like great. They didn't have an album in 20 years. What I mean, were people waiting for it? Yes, apparently. Yeah, people. Yeah, were I mean, definitely people are super it. excited. But I mean, again, when it gets back to like metal, you. You need to feel it in your like. You need to feel like your like heart is gonna pop out of your chest, like drums kicking, like just all over the place, and violence, and you want to punch through a wall. And this just makes me want to rip open a bag of Oreos. Yeah, I think that. And, but I think that's a different kind of metal. Like this, this plays, and you know, we talked about yeah. this a little bit during the break. I think this plays into some of the same spaces that uh, a lot of post rock does, where you're yes, you know, you're playing loud. But you're playing in a way that is not about having, you know, making you angry or, mm-hmm. you know, pumping you up. It's more like it gets so loud and then it gets so repetitive within that loudness that it just brings you. It, it's almost like it gets quiet because it gets so loud. Right. Because the patterns right. kind of uh, right. override the, the sheer noise. And I think if you sat in a room with some pretty heavy speakers and amps going yeah. and just let this surround you. You huh. just kind of zone into that space. Are you suggesting that this is meditative? Oh, I definitely think it can be. I, mm-hmm. I use, I use a lot of post rock stuff for, to, for that sort of purpose. I use it to bring me down actually when I'm already angry really? instead of the other way around. So. Huh? I've never thought about it like that. I mean, you know, there's also post rock drone is, is, is a really big thing yeah. you know, all over town in DC. And I guess in America you have like drone brunches um and it's a it's a it's a very specific like form of art it's not technically like you don't have to be technically advanced to do this type of music but Mm -hmm. but again um you know when you have a band with this high profile uh i mean they literally are considered to be the people who kicked off this thing and it's sort of like but uh you know would you suggest like that the drone bands post route comes from this I mean, what was going on in like was it ninety one? No, I mean, but post post rock was still around then. I think kind of, I think they kind of evolved at the same time. Like, you're, I think you're coming from. A, like, I, I'm getting, I'm getting out of my lane here in ta- in terms of talking about the history of these two subgenres. Yeah, but I think you started seeing them emerging at the same time. But there was, you know, stuff going on in the nineties with uh, with droney post rock. Yeah. Um. So they kind of, I think they just kind of weave in and out. Um, influencing each other, and then yeah. they've got some distinct uh, subgroups that one goes with the other. But I think there's probably a fair bit of overlap between the fan bases. Yeah, yeah. Um, we mentioned it a few times, so I want to play a little bit of uh, Ant Arkin's Thawed. Um, it seems to be a concept album. I think I'm not sure what the concept is. When we come back, you have some insight into what they might be talking about. Uh, I heard a little in that ripping solo in Antarctic Solo.
Is it global warming or aliens? I don't know. Uh, the answer is, is, is it always aliens? I'm it's pretty aliens. sure it's aliens. It might be like the ones that were down there in... Uh, oh, hanging the with the lizard of, people? No, it could be uh, at the Mountains of Madness, like Lovecraft. Oh, aliens. okay. So now, now I'm back in. Now yeah. I'm back in. I'm, I'm not sure if that's okay. where they're going, but whenever I think about horrible things hiding in antarctica that's where my head yeah goes. yeah i mean and and look the the song titles on this so you've got we Mar- marijuana's theme sonic titan yep. like uh, antarctica thawed giza butler and the botanist yeah i mean it's pretty clear what they're growing and stuff but you you took a particular shine to some of the some of the words here yeah i mean look let's <laughs> uh, let's be clear i don't think that the lyrics are the real centerpiece of this album <laughs> I don't know why that's funny as fuck. But at the same time, <laughs> for the for the songs where they you know really busted out the lyric sheet, I think we need to pay attention. And uh, the one yeah. I really want to highlight, they took the time to write the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. For gonna... for our Dune fans out there, okay. I thought I caught some references, so I had to look it up and be like, I need to know what they're actually yeah, yeah, saying. Yeah. Uh, Giza Butler. One of the verses is the Kiefsatz Hasharak. Now takes the bong jabar, <laughs> ritual commences around the tree stump altar, bong water of life, anoints the mwad dub messiah. Bong water of life. Anoints the mwad dub messiah. Mwad dubi. That's taking your job seriously to a whole different level. I mean, so look, it's just, I sound like I'm being harsh on this album, but there's... <laughs> there's... <laughs> Mod Doobie. I mean, I'm sorry, I have to keep going for the song. <laughs> the rift tree is risen. The bong is to live in. An ounce a day lightens the way. Salutations to the cultivators. They're really into the mythology. Yeah. The yeah. Well, they said they spent like most of their advance on weed. And then $75,000 spent on customized amplifiers. So the al- album would have numerous tone layers. You don't really have to spend that much money on it, but that's what you do when you're high, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, they were all wrapped in, like, Cheetos bags or something. Uh, you know, I, I'm, we're making fun of it because it is funny. It is, I mean, and I think music like this has to exist. I, I think it's, I guess what's like going off in my brain is it is always confusing when grown-ass adults are this committed to something like this and taking it seriously. They're not winking, no, like they're they're very seriously like we love weed. All our songs are about it, and that's the beginning and end of it. Um, and they're obviously huge nerds, <laughs> which you know is almost a prerequisite for being a good metal band. Sure, like sure, you got to get into some mythology or else you're not gonna get a following in metal. Probably, <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you imagine like uh, metal dressed like? I don't know. Maybe it was a pop band or something. Like, it just wouldn't work. Yeah, metal dressed like a pop band or just metal that's like, and today I'm going to, you know, do a breakup album and two of the songs are about Trump. Like, you'd just probably be like, mm, I don't yeah. know metal. You see this as, because I don't see a lot of this in 2018. I also don't go looking for it, but I don't see a lot of it. A lot of it hasn't come across my desk. Um, do we like? Do we need this? 
Well, whether we need it or not, uh, some people definitely do. And I think that a lot of this doesn't come across our desk because this is definitely uh, a subgenre that has its own following. And I guarantee that if we did a little bit of digging, that there are several bands making music just like this, probably who hold Sleep Up as their primary inspiration. Yeah, I mean, because they've been around for a while. He told me, uh, Freaks and Geeks guy, Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. If he told me Seth Rogen wrote this, like just made this whole fucking thing up, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I believe that. This is this could be him and Snoop Dogg just making a metal band, like for shits and giggles. Who knows? Um, yeah, I, I just, I, of all the stuff we see music evolving and we see stuff that plays to like, tropes that we celebrate that we love and and revision them is good i i I really uh, yeah this just it's not for me man and i don't often say that like i i don't i i I should love this right we've got cities of dark scorch over there that we have to play soon right you have to play that Yeah, yeah we do have to play it so like i i should be all about this but it's so uh uh single minded on like the weed that i can't I can't even like make it through half of it without like just being like, oh, guys, we have to talk about this. I, I look. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't have to be for you. It's for somebody, and I really think it's it's music for a particular mood. And if you're in that mood, then this might be perfect. <laughs> Why not put on uh, some good old Grateful Dead? It's a different mood because the mood you're talking about is high as fuck. Well, Let's be clear for some people it might be, but I mean, no, it, I, I think I think there is a sticker on this album somewhere that says you have to be high to listen. Uh, to maybe, it. but I, look, I think that it it satisfies the same itch as some other big droney music. Mm. And if there's if you're the type of person who ever gets into the mood where you just want to kind of like quiet your brain down by yeah. throwing a bunch of drone at it, this will work just as okay. well as a lot of other things. But what, like, what would you reach to before? Like, uh, that's the thing. Godspeed. Godspeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, they're doing the same thing. They aren't doom metal. They're definitely like they're post rock. They're post rock. They're, they're post rock. And it's a, it's very different music. But like, I think that those there's a lot of like almost an entire uh, overlap between the moods where I would listen to that and where I would listen to this. Yeah. Well, um. Not you, but we are going to see fish later on this year. Mm-hmm. So maybe after that experience, I will have a different <laughs> perspective maybe. on on this. But uh, but for now, I just man, it's sad. I hate not liking metal. I hate it. I hate it because it's all it all should be. It, it just well, it gets you gets you some different metal as a palate cleanser. There's plenty okay. of plenty of angry metal out there. Okay, sweet. Thanks for hanging out, Yeah, thanks. Been a while. Later. Sciences is available everywhere you can buy records uh, now. It is in stores, digital. I think they're mounting a, a big-ass tour of this, uh, so that is all confirmed facts. What is not confirmed is whether or not your purchase comes with a bong, but I think it's safe to say that if you are buying this, if this is your jam, uh, you, you might already have a bong somewhere. 
or at least somewhere you can just dig out of the closet. Um, so, you know what? Enjoy that shit. Don't don't listen to my negativity, uh, my ambivalence to this. Um, like Paul said, you can drone out to it, but uh, it is uh, it's it's a hilarious album. <laughs> I'm not, I, I will give it that. Uh, just just not for me. Um, which is why we're going to talk about something that is for me at the back end of this. Um, a guy by the name of Ry Cooter, who many of you should know. Maybe you know, maybe you don't. Uh, legendary uh, guitarist, songwriter, music music producer, um, just all around badass. Uh, he has a new album coming out in a few weeks that we're going to be talking about. It's the first time we've been able to talk about him, and so we're going to actually cover his whole, whole career. I am, I am very excited for that because uh, this is one of my favorite artists, and uh, I, I want to hit you guys with the knowledge on that and uh, get you up to speed because he's one of our most remarkable uh, musical resources. But uh, this is not Ray Cooter that we're going to be talking about right now. His son Joaquin Cooter uh, has started making a name for himself in the music industry. He's been around for a little while. I believe he, I think he co-produced or produced uh, Sam Outlaw's album last year, which is one of our favorite albums. Uh, so he's, you know, th- this this musical prowess, these chops uh, run in the family. And uh, so he just released a new album. It is called Fuchsia Machu Picchu. And the first single of that is Everyone Sleeps in the Light. And so that's what we're going to do. And this is going to give you a little flavor of what the Cooter family is up to. And uh, get you get you prepped for for when we get in talking about his dad, Rye. So here you go. Uh, everyone sleeps in the light.
Everyone Sleeps in the Light from Fuchsia Machu Picchu, the new album from Joaquin McCuder. Uh, there is something fascinating going on in that family uh, musically, the way they think about music, the, the spaces that they create, the uh, audio spaces. And uh, yeah, yeah I, I just eat that shit up. And, um, and you should too. Go get it on Bandcamp. Uh, see him when he's on tour. If he's coming to your town, they're going to be here uh, for Rise show at the Birchmere, I think in a few weeks. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to seeing the two of them play together. And uh, and uh, it's just, man, some people, you know what I'm saying? Some people just got the knack. Uh, that is it. We are out of here for this episode of Chunky Glasses, the podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe. Tell your friends about us. Uh, tell them to subscribe. and uh, And we can hang out all the time with more and more and more of you. You can also uh, listen to us on uh, Stitcher, Mixcloud, Google Play, on Spotify, which I honestly did not know how Spotify was going to go. Uh, because, I mean, I, I use the Apple Podcast things or Overcast, and I, and I wasn't sure how it's going to go, but a lot of you guys have been listening to Spotify, which is kind of cool. Uh, I dig it. I dig it. So uh, thanks to you guys uh, listening on Spotify. It's awesome. Um, thanks as always to our podcast host Pippa like I was saying uh, they for a few short bucks you can get your podcast on the air lots of support lots of metrics it's all good up there and last but not least uh, Jamal Gray the music you hear underneath my voice right now uh, a project he did called Aquatic Gardener it's up on Bandcamp you should check it out it is dope as fuck as the kids say and in keeping with our weed theme get it dope um, and uh and he's dope as fuck, and he's doing some stuff at, at Uptown Art House here, but those links are in the show notes and everything. So uh, at the end of this week, going to have another Sounds of Washington, D.C. installment. That's going to be groovy. And then coming up, uh, we're going to be talking about the Janelle, Janelle Monet album. I don't know when, because we got some things we got to schedule and, to make it special for you. But we're also going to be talking about Murmur from R.E.M. at some point. We're going to be talking about Damien Dorado's. Uh, new album. We're going to be talking about uh, an album by a guy, Joshua Headley, uh, called Mr. Jukebox that uh, came out of nowhere. Also on Third Man Records, just like this. And uh, it is quite quite good. So lots of cool stuff coming up. Uh, and that's it. We're out of here. So be good this week. Go out and see some live music. And it, we'll talk to you in a few. Until then, be good to your ears, but be better to your people. See you soon. I still hear guitars in the air.
<laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> 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 <laughs>